that you know if you cannot afford to bail out that shouldn't really impact your ability to to have justice but it really does uh, the people who are inside of the county jails are at a much higher propensity to plead guilty in order to get out. I mean, everybody wants to get out to get back to your lives. And so in Minnesota, people have been taking a type of plea deals to get out of, you know, county jails that, that have been really horrific. We're talking 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But when a prosecutor is saying, hey, I'll give you a 20-year um, uh, deal, you just get out, you serve 20 years on probation, you can get out tomorrow. Or you can fight this thing and potentially go to prison for a year or five years. Many people are really taking deals that they really shouldn't take. But anyone else who's able to put up, you know, two or three or five thousand dollars of bail, they're able to bail themselves out and they get significantly better outcomes. And we don't want to see practices like that, you know, continue to impact people's ability to seek justice. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think it's great work that you're doing and it, it is a lot of uh injustices with that as well and but just switching over to uh the recent events with dante uh rights and your post that you t talked about there was something you say you said take time to acknowledge the, pro the progress and the results that are coming from boots on the ground can you kind of dig into that and talk a little bit about what you've been doing with your organization and a lot of other community leaders um when it comes to the things that happened with george floyd and also now dante Wright. what were your thoughts behind that post you know, I mean, typically we're going from one horrific event to the next. Right. I mean, this stuff is nonstop and it's just coming at us, you know. And so we're stomping these boots out, you know, really pushing the system to the breaking point uh, in, in ways that it is unaccustomed to being challenged uh, by people like me, by people like you, like people using our voices in order to elevate consciousness and in order to challenge uh, systems that have been in place for hundreds of years and so we're going boom 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 one to the next to the next to the next but we're never stopping to pause and really reflecting mm -hmm. on you know, what are we really doing mm -hmm. you know how have we really moved this system and we've moved this system significantly over the past few years in ways that that you know our predecessors would have imagined to be unimaginable we speak boldly and we speak with strength we organize inside of the political arena to help get some of these people in office so so the decisions that are being made they're not by happenstance they're not just happening uh, you know because of the goodwill of the elected or the goodwill of those who are, who are the powers to be this is it's the culmination of oftentimes many years of organizing it's a culmination of of relationships that have been built it's a culmination of pressure that has been applied by those who are putting boots on the ground but we got to pause and, and recognize heck we got this woman charged even though we're not we're not satisfied with the level of charging mm -hmm. she's been charged in a space of less than a week the chief of police was terminated within a few days. The city manager was terminated within a few days. None of this stuff happened because of the goodwill of those who were elected. It happened because of the boots that was on the ground, the relationships that was built, the, 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 the co-governing model that we truly believe in that was implemented inside of a city like Brooklyn uh, Center. Uh, many of us actually met with the police chief of, of the city of Minneapolis. Chief Arredondo, uh, within hours of George Floyd being murdered, there was about 15 of us that sat in that room and demanded the termination of the officers involved. That was unprecedented. It was totally unprecedented, but we were very firm and, 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 and full of resolve 
And our eyes was full of steel. This needs to happen, and it needs to happen now. And so in another unprecedented move, boom, within hours, terminations happened. But that didn't come because, because of the goodwill of the police department or of the mayor. It was community members standing in that room firmly. Community members that that mayor and others have seen be involved in the political process as well. And so we're not just limiting ourselves to one domain or one way of interacting. We're interfacing in multiple ways with, with government that's supposed to serve us, but it sees us in these multi-dimensions now. Wow. And so the level of consequence is significantly different than it otherwise would have been to just ignore us. We're not easily ignored anymore. So take, tell us about the learning that we can take as a way to help chart the future as we go from this point. Yes, yeah, so it's really important to recognize. So when they talk about things like voting, right? You know, I mean, it, you know, it, it, we can look at it as a mundane task. We can look at it as, why should I vote? Why do my vote matter? In some of these races, votes are actually coming down to 10, 20 votes, actually. Um, Anika Bowie uh, ran in, uh, for city council in, in St. Paul and lost by just 300 votes, right? And th this is a campaign that wasn't endorsed by almost any of these uh, major um, machines that one would imagine is necessary to win an election. No, what's necessary is for those of us to come out and to get engaged and involved in the political process. Your voice matters. Sitting inside of these rooms, these rooms where big decisions are being made, but our voices typically are not even present in there. No one is, there's no sign up saying you can't come in. Right. So going inside of those rooms where these big decisions are being made and going up to the mic and saying, you know what, I actually do have something to say. Right. And going and speaking your truth and speaking your power into that space. I'm telling y'all, that matters so much more than you can ever imagine. The voice of the people in these spaces that is typically not represented, when that voice comes out, it is listened to, it is heard, it is adhered to. But we got to get into these rooms where these decisions are being made, and we got to say, this is what we want to see. Mm -hmm. Wow, very well said. And this is what we demand to see. Very well said. Elijah Darris, uh, Executive Director of Minnesota Freedom Fund. Uh, where can people uh, support the Minnesota Freedom Fund? How can they find out more information on everything you're doing and people uh, that is a part of your organization? You go to minnesotafreedomfund.org. We're well supported. In terms of support, go and show support to the Minneapolis NAACP, uh, Communities United Against Police Brutality, the, the Racial Justice Network. Go and support those financially. We're well supported. But if you need help, you go to minnesotafreedomfund.org. Uh, you know, we have a, a process that you could go through. Uh, we'll look at and review uh, your loved one's case. Um, and if it fits our criteria, then, then we'll help to bail your loved one out. Um, but, but the main way you can help is by putting boots on the ground. It matters. Come inside of those city council meetings. That matters. When them county commissioners are having their meetings, go inside of there. That matters. Help us out like that. All right. Well, well said. Just wish you had just a bit more energy. <laughs>
A little, just a little more passion. Just a bit great. more, if you, if you don't mind. I, I said that tail. I said, I'm going to need some coffee. She said, look, you'll be all right. No, did you did you drink some coffee, though? I mean, you had some coffee for sure. I'm sure. Yes, no. You don't need coffee, Elijah. Nah, You're good, good on your nah, own. No, I, I haven't had coffee yet, but I'm impassioned by this. See, yes. This is no game for me. This ain't about pictures. This ain't... This ain't about any of that stuff. This is life and death. Mm -hmm. And so, like, my passion comes out when we're talking about this because I see the results. Mm -hmm. But we don't celebrate enough of the results. We just go I from agree. thing to thing to thing to mm -hmm. thing. It's like, hold on. Mm -hmm. Like, let's celebrate these results, too. We pushing the agenda. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well it's a great said. report card on the, the actions of, the, of a community coming together. I love it. Find Eliza Darris's Facebook, a social media page, and keep the updates coming because I agree with you 100%. I, which is why I wanted to invite you on the show to talk about that aspect of it. I think we do do a lot of the work and we don't really, like you said, celebrate some a lot of these results that are happening that probably you know may never have happened if, if the boots were not on the ground, such as yourself and a lot of other organiz organizers and community leaders. So we're very grateful for the work you're doing. Keep it up and keep us updated. We hope you'll it. come back. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Thank you all for the work you're doing. You keep the people informed. This is definitely the people station. For sure. Thank you so much, Eliza Darris. We appreciate it. Indeed. My goodness. 21 minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock on the way. Larry Fitzgerald is here. We'll be talking sports and we'll turn the last page. Stay with us. Twins is the morning. Uh, 89.9. Wake up, work out. Come on.